What's going on? And welcome in the Bells and Whistles right here on the Believe Network. I'm Daniel Salerson alongside my partner in crime, Rel Myers. And boy, do we have a lot to get to for the New Orleans Pelicans. And first, I have to apologize for us not being available the first three days of this week. It is all my fault. I was busy moving my house from New Orleans here to Georgia. And so I had to tell Rel that I was wiped and uh, it was all my fault, but we are back. Um, but Rel, you know, the good thing is, is while we were gone, this, this team kept winning. Yeah, we're back. The Pelicans are back. You know, it's, it's been a wild ride these last five or so games, um, five game winning streak. Now it's, it's gotten to the point where right now I, I would have trouble recalling what teams we just played. I'm just like, I don't know. We're number one. <laughs> Nothing else matters. We're at the top. They all come together. I just had to look. I was like, who do we play before the Pistons? And who do we, you know, yep. you had the Nuggets, you had the Spurs. <laughs> I mean, it, it's yeah. been an incredible ride for this Pelican squad. And, and that means, Rel, you can't take off that hat until this team <laughs> loses. So you're riding the, the Pelican hat once again. Or a turkey yeah. for those that don't know what a pelican is. So oh, I, I'm glad. <laughs> well, now I'm wondering, you know, I didn't wear the hat to the games. So do I need to keep that going? Wear the hat on the pod, but don't wear the hat at the game. You know, like yeah. the superstition, there's levels to that sort of thing. So I guess technically I can't wear it to the games. Yep. No washing clothes either. Whatever. You have to wear the same clothes on the podcast, same clothes of the game. No washing it. Like your wife will understand, right? If you just smell she her until they lose. She will not understand. <laughs> well, you got to make her. This is this is crunch time. You know, this is a, an important part of the season for the team, especially these next two, couple days. So for sure. you're going to have to you're going to have to make sure that all those the superstitions that we have here they have to stay intact so she'll understand right just for the weekend get us through she the may weekend. not understand but she will roll her eyes her birthday is actually this weekend it's on sunday and we're playing the suns and when the schedule came out i was like mm, mm. i don't know but we're gonna make it work <laughs> does she want to spend her birthday at the smoothie king center she does not i didn't even offer i already know the answer so she's gonna go to like brunch or something with her parents i'm gonna go to the game and we're gonna go to a nice dinner later that evening after a I win I love the compromise. That is fantastic. She gets the brunch with the parents. That's very good. And then you can yeah. take her out to a nice dinner afterwards while you see the Pelicans move uh, further and away from the Suns in the Western yeah. Conference standing. So I love By it. Then we'll be at least, you know, a game and a half or so ahead of them. Maybe two and a half. Who knows? Yeah, absolutely. So let's get into this a little bit. I mean, it's been it's been fun. I mean, there's no yeah. doubt about it. This is the first five game winning streak since the 2018 year at the very end of the season i'll never forget this because yeah. the pelicans most likely were trying to were getting in but you didn't know what seed they were going to get and everyone right. was hoping for the blazers i think everyone recognized that that was the matchup if the pelicans were going to be a six seven or eight seed mm -hmm. that the blazers were going to be the best matchup for them and they won all five games in a row to end the season along with being the golden state warriors on the road and yeah. secured that sixth seed in a three-way tie. And then you know what happened the rest of the way as they upset the Blazers Nuts. and they got the second <laughs> round. So the good vibes from the last five-game winning streaks are, are are pretty similar, which is good. Um, For sure. But this this is a different team than that one, obviously. But they're it's hard to put in the words, Rel, what, what they're doing right now and the fact that they are at the top of the Western Conference. Yeah, there's times where I don't really grasp what I'm watching, like what, how are we doing what we're doing? We haven't seen Brandon Ingram in any of these last five, six, however many games. Um, don't really know when we're going to see him again. Uh, not sure what the timeline is on Herb and his return, but you know, we just got Najee back. And as soon as we get Najee back, 
Jose's got a rib contusion, and it's like, here we go with the contusions again. But just the way that they're playing while they're missing multiple starters is it's awesome to see, you know, and, and we keep talking about how, how stacked they are because it's just, it's on display every night. And um, these games this weekend, especially if, you know, Chris Paul has returned right on time mm -hmm. for the Pelicans, but uh, I think we're up for the challenge, you know, and, and it, it would be, I w it would be understandable if we maybe split the weekend with them. If we lost both, it would not be understandable. But if we won both, <laughs> it would be great. It would be awesome. Especially, you know, get some momentum going out on the road, two games in Utah, and then we got to go to Phoenix after that. Yeah. But I'll be happy that the Phoenix series will be over at that point until, you know, maybe in the Western Conference Finals or something. Yeah. I know we were talking earlier, we talked about these games being important for seating-wise, but we were talking about, you know, if you're fourth or fifth or trying to get a first round, now you're talking about, if the season was ending today, these would affect <laughs> if you're the number one seed or the number two seed with the Phoenix Suns. And the fact that you're playing three times within the next week and two in that home, it's a very important. It's kind of like a mini playoff series, yeah. honestly, with two here. And then you go back for one after you play the Utah Jazz. Utah's mm -hmm. come down to life a little bit, but they're still a very good team. They just beat the Warriors. Uh, thanks to our good friend, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, with a nice steal <laughs> last night. The, that was an insane leader. finish to that game. That was an insane finish. <laughs> and uh, I'm glad I didn't call a foul on Nikhil. I was worried that the way Jordan Peele fell down, uh, yeah. they were going to call a foul. But that was a yeah. clean swipe by Nikhil. And uh, happy for him to, to get the Jazz to win. But um, <laughs> let's go back a little bit to the Detroit game. We're not going to really break down what happened in the game. They won 104-98. to Obviously, mm -hmm. it was one of those games that the good news is you got to win probably one of the best games that they played, but some games you're just not going to have it every single night. But a couple of things stuck out to me, um, and most of them involved Najee Marshall. Yeah. Him coming back, him dropping 17 points, him knocking down a few threes. But the thing that stuck out to me, which I really think provided the spark for this team, because they got off to a pretty slow start to Detroit last night. Yeah. But the fact that when Zion got tackled for the 80th time in the game by Detroit, <laughs> that he went over and said some, gave a little shove, and then that caused a little bit of a kerfuffle and then everyone was fine. <laughs> but I feel like that sparked the Pelicans a little bit. And the fact that Najee was looking out for his guy, uh, I think really speaks volumes about where this team is at right now. Yeah. I think he had a quote in his post game presser where he said that he feels like he's tougher than everyone. And uh, I, I love the confidence, you know, I love that he is always going to stick up for his guys. And they were really like, I understand that you, can't do much against Zion and you feel like you got to wrap him up, but there's a way for you to wrap him up without injuring him potentially, you know? So I absolutely appreciate that Najee stepped up and was like, Hey, like we're not going to have too much more of that. And even when the screen was set on Jose and Jose got bumped and ended up getting hurt, you look at Najee and he's just kind of like, okay, yeah. <laughs> like I see what we're doing here. And so the right. whole night we're watching him and we're like, I don't know if we don't get this game over with soon he might actually hit someone <laughs> he could get suspended like we just got to get out of here you know but i um i appreciate that there was no malice in the blender brawl last uh, night <laughs> so. I, I was about to say this wasn't the pistons bad boys or they were just clearly yeah. decking people but it, yeah. it was it was a little physical with them throughout most mm -hmm. of the night and you had bogdanovich get ejected i think that might have been the quick, quickest ejection like what was that two about? technicals in half a second i mean that's Seriously? quite impressive to get i don't you say the magic words, and that that's all you need. 
it's, I haven't had know, the chance to rewatch. You know, I know. And sometimes I go back and rewatch the other team's broadcast, and I'm still I still have no idea why he got ejected. I think it was so quick that I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, see you cool. <laughs> later. But the one thing that stuck out to me too is uh, I think it was Propel's talk that showed the video of Najee going to the ref and going, if one of your refs got punched in the face, wouldn't you go after them too? <laughs> and I thought that was great. I mean, that I mean, of course you're going to get a technical. I mean, it's just yeah. the nature of the NBA. Mm-hmm. But that was his justification. Look, your boy goes down. I'm going to go after and protect him. And I think everyone would do the same thing. So that's an excellent I, point. I think that earns the respect. And I, they all have the respect of each other. But, you know, Zion looking at Najee and Jose and how much they have his back. And again, it just proves how comfortable this team is with one another. And I want yeah. you to find me a team. And I know you watch a lot of games and I try to watch as many as I can. But when you're watching these teams, you don't see the chemistry as much again we can be biased because we watch this team a lot more than any other team yeah but it's it's night and day different than a lot of these teams is how unified it is and it's pretty rare that that happens not only in the nba but just around a team in general how much fun they have playing with one another yeah i i feel there's definitely some bias and i do try to watch a lot of other teams but what i'm not seeing from the other teams is a lot of behind the scenes stuff like i'm not Mm -hmm. looking at their socials i don't see any of their you know, docu-series that the other teams are putting out. But um, I think there's, the word special keeps coming up a lot. Um, I think there's really something special going on with this team. Um, And I'm sure other teams have got, you know, good chemistry too, but it's like they've kind of, it's like lightning is striking twice. (laughs) Right. Last year it was the first strike and this year it's, it's another lightning strike. So, um, Kudos to to the front office and to Willie Green and his coaching staff, man. They're really putting something together over there. And for us to be where we are, still maybe maybe playing half of our games fully healthy, um, that's huge. That's huge. And so I think they're going to continue to to build on that. And you're taking care of business at home. We've only lost three times inside the Smoothie King Center. We talked about this on previous podcasts where there are times that you're barely at 500 finishing the year at home. And one, it talks about the talent of this team, but two, there are butts in the seats as well. And that was not, that's not insulting anyone that hasn't been to a game in the past years. You understand, you know, when the team is losing, there's less likely to have more, you know, fans in the stands. So um, the fact that they are appreciating what this team is doing and the fans are packing the blender and and providing a great atmosphere, no matter if it's a a Monday against the Oklahoma City Thunder or Wednesday against the Pistons, I, I, these players are, are fueled by what's going on in the stands. And I feel like they really appreciate what's going on. And I think it kind of works both ways. Well, the fans are appreciating what the team's doing and the team's appreciating right. what the fans are doing by showing up. Did you happen to see the tweet yesterday from Legion Legion hoops? And they were showing how much Pelicans tickets were on tick pick specifically. Yeah. I was wondering what angle they're going at with that. <laughs> I think that their intent was malicious. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I responded to someone in the in the replies, not really sure if they were being like sarcastic about the post or not, but I responded to them. I said, hey, look, this isn't an official ticket partner of the team. This is all third party sellers. The team's already got their money and some random people are just selling tickets for four dollars. Like that doesn't mean anything, really. So I, I just feel like they were posting that kind of to say, oh, hey, nobody wants to go see them, not even for four dollars. And it's like. And so I feel like it didn't go the way that they thought it was going to go. So if you look at the quote retweets, it's like, oh, this is actually a really good thing. 
people who don't have a lot of money can yeah. go and see an NBA game because it shouldn't right. be a, a rich person's outing, you know, and you can sit in the lower bowl for 41 bucks and that's not a bad thing. Yeah, no, I didn't know if it was Legion Hoops has a deal with TickPick and that was their way of saying, hey, if you go on TickPick and you can get a $4 mm-hmm. ticket to, to see one of the better teams of Western Conference, then that part is fine. But you, when you, of course, because this has been such an issue in the last few years that you immediately think, this is an issue. Uh, this yeah. is something that they're trying to attack the team with. And if I guarantee if you go on any other team's website, there are tickets for $1 because these people buy these tickets up front and then mm. aren't able to sell them. And then they're just trying to get a couple, you know, a couple dollars back from it. And you're right. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest misconception about secondary and third markets is that the tickets are already sold. So when you're yeah. talking about people thinking, <laughs> oh, no one's buying the tickets to the Pelicans games, the Pelicans made their money on the ticket. Unless yeah. someone got free tickets and then sold them, which you're not supposed to do. Um, <laughs> right. They were purchased already. And so mm-hmm. attendance has not been a problem this year for the Pelicans. And so I hope no one took it as if that's where they're going to going with this, then mm-hmm. uh, you pick any other team right now. Again, no offense to the Pistons. And you do a Wednesday night against the Pistons. <laughs> I guarantee they're going to be $4 tickets no matter where you go. And so yeah. it's uh, <laughs> I hate that argument. I, I've yeah. never liked it. And the people that fall, don't just don't fall for it. A little PSA to our fans here. <laughs> don't don't fall for the bait. That's just we get a, after a, it, man. You it's know, a lazy just... <laughs> way of trying to attack a team for maybe yeah. lack of attendance. But I guarantee you, every single team, if you go through the list, because like if you look at the ESPN scoreboard every night, it shows tickets as low as you mm-hmm. go through every team, including the good ones. There are going to be tickets as low as five dollars for the best teams. I bet you the Celtics have some somewhere. Mm-hmm. When it's a team that's not the Houston Rockets come to town, I guarantee you there's tickets for $3 for people to say, hey, if you just want to go to the game, go to the game. We need to make some <laughs> sort of money out of it. So yeah, I'm not falling for that trap anymore. And no one else should be <laughs> falling for it either. <laughs> Looking at the rest of Legion Hoops tweets in there, talking about how the Pelicans have now won five straight. They're 10-2 and two over the last 12 games. And then they say, don't sleep with the eye emoji and the flame emoji. And it's like, you guys are sleeping yourselves. All right? Yeah. You, <laughs> you just woke up. <laughs> and also stop so. why are people so fe- obsessed with tickets and attendance and like this this team is fine as far as financial situation goes yeah i mean these most of these owners have money That's mm-hmm. how, mo- probably all of them have money people so, like, are very ignorant about-, about like the pelicans specifically like there yeah. will be no move to vegas or no. seattle or wherever like nobody like the, these these casuals, these teens on the internet, they have no idea that Gail's got it written in that like when she's gone, the team stays. I'm like, and that's it. <laughs> There's a succession plan. Dennis Lausch yeah. is there and he's already talked about he's not moving the team. Why would they move the team number one? Again, I didn't want to be talking about this on this day, but we <laughs> went down a bad rabbit hole rail. But you're it's yeah, it's just so frustrating. This is what do. happens when I don't have any notes, man. We're just going <laughs> No, but hopefully fans recognize, you know, what this team is doing. And you had a tweet earlier about how you're scoreboard watching 24 (laughs) games into the season, which is crazy, which is cool, though, because everyone screenshotted the standings this morning. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. it's second nature when you're, you know, when you have a team. I remember, I think it was a couple of years ago when uh, the Pelicans started 5-0 before Anthony decided to end the and all that with the requesting a trade and everyone's like, Oh, look at that. We're number one in the, win the West. And even after we got to a decent start with Stan Van Gundy and it was like, look at the standings. I think it's like, we're three and one. And then, so 
So hopefully this one goes better than the last time we've been screenshotting where we are in the standings. But yeah, I, I mean, this typically is definitely flipped, a ball club. Yeah, yeah, but I, now you're looking at like everyone after the game last night was like, "Ooh, everyone. Suns are playing the Celtics. Let's go see that." And then you look and they're down forty. You're like, "All right, what was that about? Are the Celtics just that good, or are the Suns just really, really struggling right now?" I think a little bit of both. I think the Celtics are, you know, they're that team that this has a really good shot of going back to the NBA finals yeah. and they have a coach that they really like. It seems like they haven't missed a beat. Um, they haven't with their new coach and the Suns, I think are just trying to get by right now with dealing with Chris Paul's injury. Um, mm-hmm. Jay Crowder situation. You're out with Cam Johnson that yeah. this is going to be a little different look. And I think you're going to see a very hungry Suns, uh, not Suns team, a very hungry Pelicans team mm-hmm. these next couple days thinking that this probably, I don't know, this might not make sense, but I think this is going to mean more for the Pelicans than it is the Suns because of the playoffs last year. Definitely. But also where the Pelicans are in the standings. But that, I think that's a good thing. That's the right mentality to have. And hopefully that means that you can at least, like you mentioned, either split this the series at home or, or take two. There's no mm-hmm. reason why you, you shouldn't go in there thinking we can get both of these games. Yeah, I think I try to temper my expectations a little bit. You know, everyone's like, yeah, we're going to win them both. And I'm just like, well, you know, the Suns are really good. Yeah. Anything can happen on any night, you know? Like, we could we could go out there and smack those guys by 30, and then we could end up losing by 10 the next game, or vice versa. You just really never know. So, um, yeah, I, st- I still don't see any reason why we can't take a game or two against them. Um, it's, it's not going to be easy, you know? we That Detroit team... They have a terrible record, but they didn't just lay down and let us no. walk all over them last night, you know? And so I'm glad that the guys were able to hang on and win against a team that they're clearly better than. Um, and that's just, you know, signs of a good team. For sure. Um, before we get out of here on this Thursday, since we didn't record earlier this week, Jose Alvarado's 38 points Ooh. the other day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Where was that, yeah. Jose? Where did that I come from? I was shook. I'm still shook. That was so much fun. And it was so loud. And, you know, we really wanted him to get that last bucket and get to 40. But, you know, they took him out so he can get that proper ovation. But um, it was funny. I was watching Larry because Larry had just gone out. And I'm looking at him and he's pointing at people. And he's just like, you know, like when he comes out, make some noise. Mm-hmm. you know. And so then they take Jose out and it's just. It might have been the loudest point all night in there, but that was so, so, so cool to see an undrafted guy go out there, coming off the bench and and hit, what, eight three-pointers, I think, he yeah. made? 38 points? That was sick in the in the best way. <laughs> and it shows, you know, what everyone talked about in the offseason, that Jose wanted to work on his three-point shooting because we talk about his size. But that really doesn't matter anymore because he's got the grit. He's got the defensive will, and he's got the energy. That if yeah. he just has a little bit of a shot, you have to kind of keep an eye on him. And now you do a little bit at three because they're still leaving him open from beyond the arc. And especially yeah. when you're double teaming Zion and B.I., that Jose's going to be open. And one of the threes that stuck out to me it was an outlet pass, I believe, from Graham to Jose. And in stride, he could have had a fast break, went to rim. Yeah. Right wing, popped it, and rinsed it. And I was like... <laughs> that's when I knew that Jose was on a different level as far as his confidence in his shooting. And that's when I feel like he was having a great night, but that's such yeah. a difference from what it was last year where it you is. were okay. If like he finished with five points, because that's not really what he was in there to do. Mm-hmm. Now you expect a little bit more that when he comes in, he's not just bringing the defensive intensity. He's also bringing the offensive intensity and also bringing 
a better shot with him. And so I feel like it just, you add that to his arsenal. Yeah. It, it's crazy how good he can be and already how important of a piece he is. And that's why last night you just held your breath and he was holding his breath because he hurt his ribs. Man. But man, you were just, you were just Scary. praying that it was okay. And luckily x-rays came out negative, which is yeah. good. And so he might be day to day, but knowing him, He's probably going to Coach Green going, I'm already playing Friday, whether you like it or not. <laughs> so don't don't try to keep me out. You want to probably go back in yesterday. Right. Not only does he want to play, he wants to start. He's going to be like, Dyson, I know you got a couple starts under your belt, but <laughs> I need to get at Chris Paul right I was about now. to say, Chris Paul's back. <laughs> and you know what's funny is his injury's been a heel, and he's he's a heel yeah. of the Pelicans right now. So I feel <laughs> like yeah. that's it kind of works out a little bit. And you know, Jose... Chris Paul made me like, I think that heel might act up again a little bit because Jose's going to be guarding him 94 feet. Oh, it's, he's going to tire him out for sure. And, and I hope it's not one of those things where, you know, Chris Paul is out there and he's kind of just, you know, doing whatever. And then he tries to turn it on in the fourth. Like, don't even yeah. don't even let him get that far, you know. So we'll have Jose on him. And if not, go ahead and throw Dyson on him, you know. Um, maybe Herb will be back. I have no idea, man. I have no idea. I don't see any sort of like, um, you know, return timetable for for him or bi but you know i just even though we're doing great without the missing guys i still want the missing guys yeah. to play like and i you need, need the healthy you need games. them and you need them yeah. against these teams too for so sure. um, that's our thing get healthy but stay healthy yeah that's the name of the game well anything else you want to add before we get out of here i think that's it i'll see you guys out there this weekend i'm still doing who's that bird uh, the the players are getting harder because people complain that it was too easy and now people are like oh no i'm afraid i don't want to play so don't be afraid it's just a good time i'm probably going to be hanging out the, outside of the jameson bar um come see me say what's up can i will we play on this podcast so i can participate <laughs> since we have youtube because i i i unofficially played when i saw you last monday and i got oh, everyone right. right i just want to let you know i got everyone right. it took me a little bit with john salmon's <laughs> Luckily, there was no that timer. That was the easy round, too. That was the easy that round. That was the easy round. John Salomon's <laughs> threw me for a loop. Because I was like, it was kind of like Dumb and Dumber. Like, Slip, Swappy, Sammy, Samsonite. Salomon. <laughs> so, I, I want to, I do want to, I want to play. I want to, I know they're getting harder. So, you if gotta you got to figure out a way. Throw them out. Screen share on just here, hold right? the index. You can yeah. just put them on an index card. Hold them up. Hold no. phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just hold them on your phone. Do it like that. No, we'll, oh, we'll play. Who's that bird on the, on the on the podcast that sounds nuts. good we can do it now i got two minutes <laughs> let's go i'm ready let's Hold see up. i'll do i don't know i don't know which ones you've seen i'll go ahead and do the last five that i did from last night okay who's that oh that's franklin jackson right there it's not though oh no, it's oh it's bro oh, hold on it's brian uh no brian roberts yeah brian roberts. Okay. it's brian roberts you gotta look multiple like people I never really thought he looked like Frank until last night. Everyone's like, he looks like Frank Jackson, but that's not Frank Jackson. That's amazing. Who's that? The steamer, Greg Steamsma. <laughs> the guy that had more fouls than points in the season with us. Or did I say that? <laughs> what about this gentleman? Oh, that's Jason Smith. Yeah. That picture doesn't look like him so much. I know. It's weird. Um, this one, I don't think anyone got this one last night. That's Lance Thomas. It is. And the last one. Oh, that's Jeff Withy. I got <laughs> so I, Jeff see, Whitey. <laughs> Jeff Whitey. Okay, you got to let me have Brian Roberts because at least I got him after the fact that I jumped and reacted you to did. Frank Jackson. You did. <laughs> it's not like a try once and then you miss and that's it. Okay. You got it. You're five for five. 
Let's go. Make them harder, Rel. I'm ready. (laughs) I don't know if I can make them any harder than that. I might have to go further back. You gotta go go find some Jerome Dyson and a squeaky Johnson. (laughs) Find some Hornets. (laughs) Yeah, find some Hornets, some Gravis Vasquez in there. Oh my gosh. I I have 10 years worth of of random players on 10-day contracts that we can go through. (laughs) You killed it. You killed it. If there's anyone who can get all of these guys... It should definitely be you. You know, I got I caught Jake Madison slipping the other day because I think he didn't get John Salmons. That was funny. That was a yeah, good time. That's so. a tough one. That's probably one of the toughest ones you've had is John Salmons. But Pat important, myself on the back. an important part of Pelicans history is John Salmons. <laughs> <laughs> he came into my old job one time at the uh, at the Jamba Juice, and I think I tried to like say something about the Pelicans, and he's just kind of like straight face, yeah. like, yeah, no, I don't want to talk about. <laughs> He was like that too the whole time. Yeah. So it wasn't have just a great you. day. Sorry to bother you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sir. All right. Move yeah. on here. <laughs> That's awesome. Good stuff. Well, Good I'm glad job. we got to play. Who's that bird here on Pels and Whistles? We'll have to do it again. Good luck to all those that face Rel in uh, the Smoothie King Center. Remember, that's not Frank Jackson. I'm giving you a cheat. That's not Frank. Yeah, I look just like him too. Yeah. <laughs> and last like night, I only only had two contestants last night with that round of players. So anyone who watches this episode. I'm going to use these same players on Friday yeah. and, and so you'll have an advantage. Cheat. It's like giving you the answers yeah. to the test. Exactly. So During if you're finals not listening week. to Pels and Whistles, I'm going to know because you didn't get mm-hmm. the players right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll be back. Uh, we're working on a guest um, that involves the Phoenix Sun. So if we can mm-hmm. get that, maybe tomorrow there's another one. But if not, then maybe we'll wait and maybe do a recap with this person on Monday since yeah. the Sun's are in town for the next couple of games. But enjoy the ride right now. Hopefully this is a longer than a five-game winning streak when we talk again. And uh, apologize again for the lack of shows this week, but we are back. Um, I feel like I'm back to normal. Well, I'm never normal, but <laughs> sort of back to normal as we can. Rel's always ready to go. I'm the problem here. Rel, yeah, Rel, Rel ready. stays ready, so he doesn't yeah. get ready. So he's ready to go. <laughs> Rel, I fact. appreciate yeah, That's a fact. Rel, enjoy the games this weekend. Tell your wife happy birthday. And uh, bring back a couple wins, and I'll expect you in that hat come next week or maybe even uh, tomorrow before another show. Yeah, let's do it. Go Pels. Don't forget, you can listen to this podcast wherever you find your podcast. There are about 15 different ways I've seen that you can listen to this podcast. There are people in over 12 countries listening to this podcast, so don't miss out. You can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, plenty more, Stitcher, of course, the Believe Network, which is now on TuneIn, Believe Network Radio, which will have all of your podcasts including this one and until next time orel i'm daniel thanks for listening to pels and whistles right here on the believe network